What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Hoops Podcast. I'm Ibrahim. I'm here with my co-host, Yusuf. And in this episode, uh, we're not going to be talking about basketball. Uh, we're going to be previewing UFC 271, uh, Adesanya versus Whitaker 2. Um, I know there's a lot of trade deadline trades and stuff, but I don't follow basketball anymore, so I'm not going to talk about it. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, the main card, it's Adesanya versus Whitaker for the title. And then co-main event, Derek Lewis versus Ty Kumivasa. And then after that, the three fights are Jared Kennedy and Derek Brunson, Hernandez and some random guy nobody knows. Hernandez was just also kind of irrelevant now. And Bobby Green and Nazrat Hakkaras. Um, I guess I'll start at the bottom. It's kind of irrelevant, these fights. We're just going to talk about the main fights. Nazrat Hakkaras, he fought, I think he last fought Dan Hooker. And he lost, understandably. Dan Hooker's pretty good. Um, and Bobby Green, I think he fought Rafael Fazeev, who's also a beast. So like, I don't blame him, but I think he lost that fight. Um, but you know what? That doesn't even really matter. What we're going to start with is Jared Cannonier versus Derek Brunson. It's a middleweight bout. Um, and it's Jared Cannonier is ranked number three in the division, and Brunson is ranked number four. So what the narrative is, is around this fight is um, basically whoever wins this contenders fight will get a title shot after Adesanya and Whitaker, like, you know, after like they heal up and like they're ready to fight again. Like whoever wins this will get a title shot. So, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the narrative. Uh, what do you think about like this fight? Like, do you think any of them even have a chance against Adesanya? I mean, most people don't think so. Well, I just remember Jared Kinnear as the person on um, what was it? I think it was uh, what was the guy's name? Show um, Ariel Hawani. He said that the fighters don't get paid, and like he was in like a room that didn't look expensive. But um, yeah, I mean, I did watch a couple of his fights. He's a good fighter. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see the strength between him and Israel Adesanya because if Adesanya does win, like Jared just looks like a much more a uh, bigger person, but at the same time, Adesanya has beat a lot of people that, um, don't you think Adesanya is a little undersized? Like, not undersized, but you think he's too skinny? Well, the thing is, so, yeah, I think Kennedy is jacked out of his mind, <laughs> so, like, yeah, it makes sense. He's, like, jacked. Um, I think that interview you were talking about, I think <laughs> what Kennedy said, I think it was, like, um, an, on, he went on Ariel Hawani as well, I think on that show, he was just uh, he kept saying, like, yo, I need a fight. UFC, give me a fight. Um, I'm about to be broke. I'm willing to fight. Just give me a fight. Which was, like, yeah. that's not, like, the greatest look when you're trying to be the good graces of the UFC. But if you need a fight, you need a fight, right? Um, as for Adesanya, he's, I think, six foot four or six foot. I don't think he's six foot five. He's six foot four, I think. Okay. Oh, wow. um, that's very, very tall for a middleweight. Uh, to put that into perspective, I think John Jones, like in Ghana, is like his height, literally. And but in Ghana, is like jacked out his mind as well. So like it makes sense. And in Ghana, is a different fighter. He has like knockout power. Power. He has like muscles. He's like built different. Like literally built different. Um, but like six foot four, like John Jones, like that's like a light heavyweight type, you know. But he, the, I think the way his 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 build is, he's built skinny. So. It's not, I think the he, the reason he, like his natural weight, what he walks around at is I think 
203 or something, 203 pounds. And he cuts it. He's never missed weight, I don't think. So it's like not really a problem for him. I think he just has a skinny build. Um, but he's six foot four, right? The more important thing is he has a really, really long reach. I think easily the longest reach in the division. And he just uses it to like outstrike people. He can just stay out of their range and he can just like jab at them. Like he can just easily outstrike them. Um, so like you're like, okay, what if he just gets taken down? He has really good takedown defense, like really, really good takedown defense. Like I don't know anybody like he's been taken down by Jan Lovich when he fought him uh, his last fight. But Jan, so Adesanya in that fight, I think he weighed in at 203 pounds or something. So that's why I say he walked around at like 203 pounds. Um, Jan Lovich, like he made weight, but then on fight night, I think he was like something 220 pounds, 225 pounds. So like he's just way bigger than Adesanya. Like by twenty pounds, so like he got taken down by him. It you know, it's like it makes more sense. Like it, I don't think that means much. And Adesanya was fighting at light heavyweight, which is not his you know weight division. So I think people don't take that loss against him to be that much. Um, but yeah, so like Jared Cannonier, like it seems like people might be way more jacked than Adesanya, um, but he's just like. It doesn't even matter how jacked you are, because if you remember the Paulo Costa fight, um, Paulo Costa is like I, I guarantee you he's one hundred percent on steroids, one hundred percent, one hundred twenty percent. Paulo Costa is on steroids. I mean, literally look at it. Uh, like Paulo Costa is like way bigger than him, and uh, I think <laughs> Paulo Costa he's one of those people who does extreme weight cutting. I think I believe on fight night. Like when he walked into the cage, Paulo Costa was about like 200, like five, 212 pounds, something, something crazy. He's basically a heavyweight in the cage. He went from 185 to like, he gained like 30 pounds back. So, which is crazy. Um, but Adesanya just like, you know, stayed out of his range and like ended up knocking him out. Uh, like he's just good. Like he's just, he's been dominating his own weight division. Um, and there has been a narrative this fight. Well, I guess we were talking about Jared Cannonier. We'll talk about that later. This Jared Cannonier versus Derek Bunsen fight. Um, so one thing that... So we were talking about Jared Cannonier. Yeah, that's pretty much what he's notable for. I mean, he's ranked number three for a reason. He's really good. He did beat Robert Whitaker. I mean, I mean sorry. Robert Whitaker did beat him. So the division is like, he's clearly not like a number one contender or anything like that, but he's still very good. Um, Derek Brunson, the number four ranked middleweight, he is recently, I think he's on some pretty good like run, like some kind of win streak. Uh, he is, he got, like he did an interview, right? And in it, he said like, my next two fights, win or lose, I'm going to retire. I'm just going to fight two times and I'm going to retire, win or lose. Um, but Derek Brunson. Jared Brunson? Derek Brunson. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Which is kind of dumb. People are like roasting the hell out of this man. They're clowning him because let's say like, okay, so he wants a title shot, right? Yeah. So he's like, okay, I win this fight. I want a title shot because I beat like a number three ranked guy in the division. I'm like basically number one contender at that point. Even though Adesanya already beat him on his way up, he's still like, okay, I still, he, I would say he deserves a title shot after this fight if he wins, like in an impressive way at the very least he does for sure. But 
So he wins this fight. That'll be his first fight. And then he's had two fights and then I'll retire. So this would be his first. His second fight would be for the title. But he said he's going to retire. So one thing people know is that Dana White doesn't like giving title shots to people who aren't going to defend the belt. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, it's like kind of blown up in the UFC space before because like whatever, let's say like a champion vacates his belt or like retires and like, you know, they have to vacate the belt. It's always like a mess in the division. They have to make like an interim title and it's kind of a mess. And Dana White just doesn't like that. And understandably, it's like kind of this weird throws a division into like this whole thing. It's like you want like consistency. Ideally, you want some dominant star because you can make a lot more money off of him. Um, but you just don't want people retiring as soon as they get the title. Like, who like without even defending the belt. Like an example of that, GSP, um, he came back to fight Michael Bisping out of retirement. Um, he just won the belt and just, he just retired. <laughs> so it's like, he just came back, beat the champion and just left. So it's like, okay, now we have to have an interim title or we have to have two people who have to choose two contenders to fight for the title. It's just a whole mess after that. Um, it's like, I know Henry Cejudo, he became double champion, double champion and he's retired. So now it's like two weight divisions. Like you got to find like two match, two contenders. You have to match them up to like, you have to make a fight that makes sense, but you can't have people fighting for the title if they, they're coming off a loss. I think that's like a general rule of thumb. If you come off, a, if you're coming off a loss, you're not, you're not going to get a title shot. Like, just, you're not. That's not how it works. So, uh, yeah, like that's why people are roasting Derek Brunson right now. Uh, what do you think? Do you think like, him getting roasted is justified? Well, I mean, he, he is fighting a good fighter. And the thing about Brunson is that he is like, what, how old is he like? Bro, he's 38. Of course he's going to retire. Are you kidding me? Um, but I did. it does make sense, like, considering, like, everything that you said. But, dude, he's 38. I mean, bro, the man's going to get, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, actually a bunch of CTE, but <laughs> he keeps on fighting. <laughs> but um, isn't he supposed to um, – Actually, despite what's supposed to happen um, in UFC 270, which was the Ngannou event, um, it was headlined by Ngannou and Gan, and the co-main event was Moreno and Figueredo. And then they were supposed to be one of the people on the main card. But the UFC moved the fight back to... It was supposed to be happening in January 22nd. They moved it back to Jan, uh, February 12th just because they wanted it to make it so, like, you have a middleweight contenders fight then whoever wins might get a title shot and then have, like, the championship fight because they wanted it to, have, to be like that. Uh, I think that's why they moved it back. Um but yeah, he, he is, uh, you mentioned, like 38 years old. So like, I understand him wanting to retire. I just, why would you say, why would you say, I'm, like, win or lose, I'm going to retire in two fights, especially if you want to fight for the title. Because like, you're not getting a title shot after that. Because like, let's say Dana White is going to give him a title shot, right? He well, knows I, that he's he's not going to defend the belt. He's just going to leave. So it's like, what's even the point at that? Like, why would he even? Wait, but I thought you said that... Um... Whoever wins this would fight the winner of Adesanya and um, Whitaker, right? Yes, but this is conditional, okay? The reason I say that is um, if, let's say, Robert Whitaker wins, I don't think he's going to win. If Robert Whitaker wins, uh, it's probably the UFC is going to give Adesanya a rematch. Uh, Just like an immediate rematch. You know how they do that sometimes? Uh, Because, like, okay, if it's like, 
Like it happens usually. Like let's say it was a dominant champion, and like he's made a lot of money for the company, so like he'll he'll probably demand a rematch. See, he wants to be champion. Obviously, he's not gonna like be like Robert Whitaker and fight three contenders just to get back to a title shot. He's gonna demand a rematch immediately, um, and he'll probably get one. Unless it's like, let's say he loses really badly, like gets battered for five rounds, looks washed up. Then maybe like, you know. Dude, really, dude Nick Diaz is so low in the rankings for middleweight. But, um, Nick Diaz, bro, Nick Diaz is washed. His yeah, last fight, bro, dude, against I, Robbie Lawler, it was like pathetic. <laughs> it was just pathetic. Dude, I, I thought um, Marvin Vittori would be a, a good matchup for Adesanya, but he already lost. So Yeah, he, he lost twice to Adesanya. So, so like... He basically, about, he, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was thinking like Jared, you know, I mean, he lost to Whitaker, but Whitaker lost, I think he lost Adesanya, right? Like before, right? So Whitaker, yeah, he already lost. This is why yeah, people keep saying Adesanya cleared out the division, right? So he, he has. I mean, the only person I would say is like, what, Brunson? But Brunson's been on the street, though. He's won the last yeah, three. Yeah, so Brunson, like, he deserves a title shot if he beats this uh, Jared Cannonier, but. Like Adesanya already beat him. He, Adesanya already knocked him out. I think it, oh, it was a TKO or something like that. Brunson? Yeah, Adesanya already beat him. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't be entertaining. But it was like, like see, like that's why that's what happens when you're a dominant champion like that. Uh, like Anderson Silva, he had like something like crazy eight, eight, nine title defenses. Uh, you're just giving people rematches. That's pretty much it. Which that's how it is because like there's not that many people who are, like when the fighter is ranked right. And he fights for the title. He doesn't automatically fall all the way down the rankings. Like, wait, he's gonna wait, still be there. See if um, uh, Asenia, if he went into welterweight, like imagine with him and Kamara Usman, oof, that'd be good. Well, I think it would be Kamara Usman moving up. Uh, Asenia cannot make welterweight. Uh, really? He he's one eighty five, right? He's yeah. already like uh, really skinny for one eighty five. He's basically like a light heavyweight. He's in a skinny frame, so he doesn't have a lot wait. of muscle. Who's um who's uh Masvidal's next fight again? Masvidal, Kobe, oh, bro, that's a grudge match. That's an insane grudge match. Like, I, the leadup is gonna be good. Kobe Covington started off well, marketing the fight. I think he already insulted Masvidal's girlfriend or wife or something like that. Already, already, he's been firing those personal shots, which is just hilarious. I, you know what? Some people hate Kobe Covington, and like I understand why because. Like, like, he has an act, right? So everybody knows he's going to trash talk and, like, do, like, hilarious his interviews. Like, he, he wears, like, a police, like, I support the police cap in his interviews. Like, this is so funny. Like, everybody knows that's an act, right? And, like, if you, like, look at, like, personal, like, there's, like, videos of him, like, talking to fans. He's, like, a really chill guy. Obviously, he's just, he just talks shit for, as an act. But some people just don't like it because there's a limit to what you say when you're when you're playing an act okay just because you're saying oh i'm playing an act and trying to sell a fight doesn't mean you just straight up insult like your opponent's father like he <laughs> he kind of like asking carlos and hey yo are you gonna break your daddy out of jail are you gonna break? like you, you don't know, say that. that that's like just because you have an act doesn't mean you get to just freaking insult people who aren't even fighting you're not a lot of like his uh like i saw on youtube like he was calling out someone and then he's like, hello, virgins or something. Oh, yeah, no, no, you know, okay, so his greeting through, like, <laughs> every interview, right, his greeting is, hello, nerds and virgins. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> right, it's hilarious. Like, see, that's what, like, that's, that type of stuff is funny, okay? And, like, he gave, um, 
a lot of fighters' nicknames. Like if you, he calls Kamaru Usman Marty Big Newsman. <laughs> That's his nickname. Jorge Masvidal, his nickname for him is like Jorge, like Street Judas Masvidal or something. Or no, Journeyman Street Judas Masvidal. Yeah, yeah, that's his nickname. Rafael Dos Anjos, he nicknamed him like Rafael Dos Nachos. Like, you know, stuff like, silly stuff like that. It's just funny. Uh, Tyron Woodley called him Tyquil Woodley because he goes to sleep. Got knocked out. Um, it's like stuff like that. But like, you can't, there's a limit to like your act. But I just, he's the only, bro, how many entertaining fighters who sell fights like him right now? Because Connor's out. You can't say Connor. Like, who, who's going to sell a fight other than him? Like, actually try as hard as he does. I mean, John Jones is pretty entertaining. I mean. Well, that was like, if you think of Daniel Cormier, he actually hated Daniel Cormier. So, like, yeah. But, like, yeah. right now, he doesn't have beef with anyone, really. I well, think John, his opponent would do more. John Jones isn't even in the rankings. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because he hasn't fought in, like, two years. He wants to move he, up to heavyweight. He usually fights in heavyweight, right? Light heavyweight. He was a light heavyweight, but he wants to move up to heavyweight because he's like he has the he's like six foot five. He's like as tall as a gun, so he could beef up if he wants to. But I don't oh, like John Jones because he's a cheater. So and he also dude. beat his wife recently, or like a few months ago. So yeah, I don't really like that guy. Dude, what if um Ty Tuvisa? Oh, Tuvisa. Yeah, Ty Tuvisa. What if he fights John Jones? That'd be a good fight. Um, I think I so. I mean, oh, so I guess we should move on from this Jared Cannonier, Derek Bunsen title eliminator, I guess we can call it, to heavyweight. So, Ty Tuivasa is number 11 in the division. Okay? Uh, if you want to talk about John Jones, I think the fight that UFC really wants to make right now is they want to do John Jones versus Stipe and Jokic. Um, Stipe was champion before in Ghana. Uh, and he beat and got he has a win over and got he beat him the first fight. Oh, um, oh he's from Ohio. But I thought I thought like uh and him fought the third time and Francis won, right? I know. So so basically Ngannou was on his run knocking everybody out. <laughs> Goes to Stipe and gets like 50-45 unanimous decision loss. Oh, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he then Ghana went on to this ridiculous four fight win streak all by first round knockout or something like knocked out. I don't even know. It was ridiculous. And then got back and then knocked out Stipe. But the only thing about Stipe is, um, like, when John Jones wants to come back, he wants to fight for the title, okay? Uh, the problem is, Nganu, he just fought. And also, uh, he's he's going to need surgery for his torn MCL because he fought on a torn, torn MCL. He won on a torn MCL. He's going to need surgery. It's going to put him out. He's not going to fight for the rest of this year, okay? A year is a long time. And... Does that mean John Jones is not going to fight for three years? That's ridiculous. I don't think they really want that. Uh, Wait, so is he still under contract? He is still under contract, yeah. Um, so basically, uh, they're, what they want to do is they're going to try and do an interim title, and which is like, it's because Ngana just is not going to fight for the rest of the year. But like you have somebody who's a title contender like Stipe or or like John Jones, right? He wants to come back and fight for the title somehow, or at the very least, a title eliminator. Uh, he, they want to do John Jones versus Stipe Miocic. That, that's the fight they're trying to make right now. Stipe is kind of old now. Uh, his last loss was a really bad knockout loss against Ghanu, so yeah. I, I think John Jones probably takes that. Especially uh, if he's juiced to the gills, like especially if he's juiced <laughs> like he was on light heavyweight. He's like popping. He popped like fist hot. He's on steroids. 
if he's taking <laughs> steroids again to like build all that muscle for heavyweight, definitely I think he can beat Stipe. Well, um, a lot of people are saying that he's smart in targeting Stipe because he could beat him. But um, I mean, Stipe is old, dude. That's thirty. I don't understand how boxers are able to like. I mean, not boxers, like fighters. Like they're fighting like thirty, 30 like in their late thirties. Like football, like in your late thirties or early thirties, you're done. You can still, you don't need that. You're not running around the octagon or anything like that. You don't need to be like ridiculously agile and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's a thing that, like, if you're a heavyweight, I think it's like there's a lot of old heavyweight fighters. Um, there just is. Um, and yeah, it, there's a lot of old heavyweight fighters. And I don't know, I guess it's just there's a lot more longevity in the division. They're just, too, they're just able to last longer. I don't know why. It's just like the heavier weights. Like if you're a lightweight and you're old, like you're done. <laughs> like you're not really, you're washed at that point. But if you're a heavyweight and you're old, you'll last longer. I don't know why that is. Because uh, there's vicious knockouts in this division as well. But it's just, it's, it's a thing. I, I don't know why. But it's kind of smart for John Jones. I, I don't even think it's like smart or anything. It just makes sense. It, it, it kind of makes sense to fight. And Stipe happens to be like, pretty old and like, coming off a bad knockout loss and like everything's lining up for John Jones here. I think he can win that fight, especially if he's not taking steroids, especially then because he, he can wrestle. And also Stipe is very small for a heavyweight, bro. He's 230 pounds. He could probably cut and make light heavyweight if he really wanted, if, if he really wanted to, he probably could. What happened with uh, Alexander uh, Gustafsson? I thought oh, he Gustafsson? Uh, he's trying to come back to the UFC as well, I think. Yeah. He basically the reason he's known is that he basically almost beat prime John Jones. I, I don't know if you consider John Jones to be still in his prime, and that you know maybe he goes on some crazy heavyweight run, becoming heavyweight champion and defending it three times. I don't know. Some people think that. I don't know because he hasn't fought in two years, and like literally last year they kept teasing that he's gonna fight, and like never happened ever. They were trying to te- make Ngannou versus God, uh, Ngannou versus. Uh, John Jones, and it just didn't happen. So, because he got into legal trouble, because he's gonna he's gonna keep messing up. Um, oh yeah, that was when he beat up his wife, right? Oh, I think that's when he crashed his car. Uh, <laughs> Bro, like, the fact that we say stuff like that, like, oh, that was when he did this. That just shows, like, you know. So, like, that's why in Ghana, like, people kept asking, like, oh, like, will you give um, John Jones a match? And he's like, no, dude. Like, they kept telling me that I was going to fight him, and then he, I was asking for too much money. He's actually for, like, he 20, for? like 10, 20 million, 15, something. Yeah, but he, like, he deserves reason. it. It's going to be a big fight, guaranteed. But the UFC is like, they, they love to underpay fighters. They love it. <laughs> so, like, they're not paying him that much. That'd be like the most, that'd be the biggest fight person in UFC history by far. By far. Mm-hmm. Like Wait, I know that Khabib, like when he fought Connor, he made like six million. But I know no, that- no, he made he made three million, probably six million with the pay per view points. But like his fight press just by itself without pay per view points, which are a lot because that was a big event. It was like three million, and then Connor made three million. That's it. Yeah, that's bro. They underpaid them, but like compared to the rest of the roster, that's insane, right? But pay per view points, it's kind of you don't really know how much. It's kind of hard. Like the UFC doesn't always release that information. So, like, it's kind of hard to know. Uh, like, I don't know. And that fight did around 2 million pay-per-view, 1.9 million pay-per-view. So, like, off of, like, a percentage of the pay-per-views, they made a ton. Like, wait, that's all I know. Wait, that doesn't make... Okay, so if you calculate, like... 
uh, 1.9 million, and then like, how much is a pay per view? Like, 60 bucks? I think 60, 70. Some, I, I don't remember. Yeah, that one, they probably went up to seven for sure. Okay. So. And then the guy makes what, like, six million? That's only like, uh, that is only like, it's only like 20% of like the whole thing. It's not a lot. Yeah, bro. I mean, and they wonder why fighter pay. Like, if people say McGregor money, right? You know why they say McGregor money? Well, first of all, McGregor, his money most he's rich mostly because not not because of the UFC. The UFC didn't pay him that much. Well, the, he still technically has millions from the UFC because he has so many big fights. It's because he uses UFC to have his whisk, uh, whiskey company, which he sold for like hundreds of millions of dollars. That's why he's rich. Okay? Yeah, so that's why he's rich. And also, he fought Mayweather. So, like, when you say McGregor money in a fight, you're talking McGregor Mayweather, which is he made 80 million off that fight. Yeah, well, I mean, Connor doesn't need to fight again in the UFC. Exactly. But he's just doing it because, I don't know, it's something to be, you know, if you think about it, he doesn't need to fight at all. Yeah. Not doing it for money. He's just doing it because he likes fighting. So, like, when you, like, when people criticize, like, always oh, watch up, it's like, bro, I mean, he doesn't even have to fight. He's just doing it to fight. I mean, he's also like, he's maximized. He spends a lot of money. <laughs> he spends a Wait. lot. He, he bought like a Lamborghini boat or something. That's like a hundred, I don't know how many million dollars. Like a yacht. Like, Dude, McGregor is eighth in the rankings. That's really low. I mean, Benil Dariush is, had a, oh, that'd be a that would be a good fight against my chef Islam. That'd be oh, a good yeah. Fight. It's going to be, it's coming up um, a couple weeks, I think. I'm, I'm hyped for that fight. I, that's a title eliminator. I think Dana White said it. Whoever wins that fight will get the next title shot after Gaethje. So right now, in the lightweight division, I guess we're not even talking about this event anymore. <laughs> it's supposed to be a preview. Uh, that fight, it's supposed to be, whoever wins that, they'll get the next title shot because Islam Akhatev is on like a eight-fight win streak, nine-fight win streak, something. Dariush, to be honest, I, he's a little overrated because he beat Tony Ferguson, who was like really highly ranked. But it was yeah. Tony Ferguson after he lost to Gaethje, and Gaethje after Gaethje was washed. He's washed right now. Uh, obviously, he has fans who still hope that he can have one last performance. He's washed. <laughs> he's not. He's clearly at his prime. Maybe not completely washed up, but he's at his prime because he did lose to like three really really good fighters. Gaethje, he lost to okay. He lost to Oliveira, and then he fought Darius, but he's already on to like a two-fight losing streak, and like he's not on his prime anymore. Gaethje's not on a two-fight losing streak. No, I'm talking about uh, Ferguson. Um, oh, oh wait, wait, what do people say? Like, um, his brain is not okay? I don't, I don't know what they say, he, but... Okay, the Gaethje fight, if you watch it, he took brain damage. Guaranteed, like, he's going to have CTE just because of that fight. <laughs> he will have CTE, 100%. Dude, I heard him. Um, Dustin Poirier, like, I think a lot of people, this is what I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but someone said that, like, now he's just fighting for the money, like, it doesn't seem like he's actually fighting for, like, contention. Is that true? Um, he, he fought McGregor a bunch of times, but then, uh, I don't know, I think there was, like, I, I don't know if that's true. Well, here's what happened, right? So, I think he beat Gaethje on... He was offered a title, or Max Holloway, I forgot which one, the timeline is a little bit murky, but he was offered a title shot, and, okay, he was he was offered a title shot, and he turned it down to fight McGregor. Um, 
And the McGregor fight made sense because, like, McGregor had a win over him, but it was, like, early in his career. And now, and then he fought him for the second time, and then he got a title shot still. And then people were like, if he pulls it off, like, fighting McGregor two times and then winning the belt is going to be a legendary fighter of the year, guaranteed. He couldn't pull it off. Uh, I, by the way, I predicted that fight. Like, the whole way through, I predicted that fight. I was like, bro, he... Lost to a grappler. I don't think he can grapple that much. The big wins he had that put him number one in the rankings were against strikers. So, like, it's a favorable match. He beat, like, Dan Hooker. He beat, like, Gaethje. Um, people like that. And he beat McGregor. So, it's like, yeah, those are favorable. Those are all strikers. Gaethje, technically, yeah, he was a wrestler in college. He's a wrestling base. But, I mean, he just, bro, he does not wrestle. Like, he's just a striker. He can wrestle, but we I don't know, we haven't seen too much of it. Um, so, like those were all favorable matchups. Um, now he just fought for the title, and he lost. So, like, where is he going to go from here? I honestly, I don't see him beating Islam Makachev, and I don't Wait, see him. Poirier? Yeah, I don't think Poirier could beat Makachev. I think he would lose. I think he would Wait. just get mauled. Oh, that would be a good fight. Like. Mini Khabib versus Dustin, but um, uh, like he said today, I think that um, like what? Like someone asked him, like, are you gonna fight McGregor a four time? And then he said, why would I fight him a four time? Like, unless it's for money. But um, I don't think he would do it because, like, I mean, I think it would be a good fight, but I think that people know that Poirier is a better fighter than him. I'm actually Bro, interested. Poirier, at the least, the third fight or fourth fight makes sense, kind of, is because. Well, Connor tried to sell the fourth fight at the end of the third. He was like, this is not Aruba or whatever. You know? And also the third fight wasn't, it was not like Connor was getting completely dominated. You know? Like it was somewhat competitive. And also it was like a freak accident. It wasn't like Jorge knocked him out or anything. Well, he said it was because he checked his leg kick, but Connor came into that fight with like a crack. Like if he had a cracked, uh, I forgot which bone it was, but he had like a fractured chin already. And it was like uh, just a slight fracture. And he was th- still throwing leg kicks with it. And then he got checked. And like, that's kind of what broke it. That's not really a win. That's like, eh, you know, that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, but let's just get back to what we were previewing, okay? Heavyweight bout. Derek Lewis is no- ranked number three in the division versus Pai Tuivasa, ranked number 11. Um, for this fight, I think, hmm. So, Derek Lewis is the favorite, okay? And they're both knockout artists, okay? And Tai Tuivasa, he's known. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've heard of what he does. He does shoeies or something? Like, he... Bro, he's a like... It's, it's so disgusting. Oh, my God. He drinks, like, basically, I think you get somebody's shoe, but it's, like, the shoe they're wearing, so it's disgusting, and then... They pour some beer into it and he drinks it out of the shoe, which is like nasty. And Derek Lewis, everybody loves Derek Lewis. He's coming off a win over the number seven ring heavyweight in the division, Chris Dawkins, which was in December. So he that's a quick turnaround for him. Um, because he, he didn't even take any damage in that fight. Um honestly, Derek Lewis, I think, may win this. People say this fight is not going out of the first round. There, some knockout is gonna happen because Tai Boss is known for knockouts. And Derek Lewis is known for knockouts. Um, that's what I think. Uh, what do you think? Who do you think is going to win? 
Uh, I mean, they're both really good fighters who have um, extremely strong power. But I think Ty, um, he's been uh, he's been like a fan favorite. But Derek Lewis is also a fan favorite, and this is in Houston, so I don't know if that's like some extra pressure going into it for Derek Lewis because I know he is from Houston. But at the same time, I know I keep on referring age, but Lewis is thirty seven, and that is pretty old. And Ty, I'm pretty sure he's like what. Mm, like 28 that's like a 10 year gap but i think i think uh if i were to guess i don't think it's going past two rounds and if it does i don't i i think um i think lewis might win i wouldn't be surprised if he i wouldn't be surprised if either or wins because they're both really good fighters but the thing is lewis does have more experience than him and it'll be interesting because um yeah i, I think yeah. be a good fight. I, I agree um it's like I think Derek Lewis just has better wins, like wins over like more ranked fighters and like stuff like that. But if Ty Tuivasa wins, he'll probably be thrust into the title conversation, just because. Um, and Ganu kind of cleared out the division a little bit. Like he already beat most of the people, or Gan beat them. So it's like none of the people in the top five. A lot of them just don't deserve title shots. He hasn't really fought like I feel like at Lewis's like like last couple of opponents opponents they've been good like ty has like fought had fought greg hardy but <laughs> that man greg hardy is like bro he was like what he was a football player like in the nfl <laughs> and he's like a domestic abuser apparently he beat like a woman <laughs> like so people don't like him and also he's garbage so that doesn't mean anything <laughs> Yo, yeah that's just savage but um uh, it's true bro nobody likes greg hardy wait bro he's not even in the rankings where is he greg hardy he's garbage i told you he's like Point oh, three to UFC. What? He's what? I don't even know his record. It's like he had like two wins over cans. Oh no, no, he's 24th. Wow. He's yeah, he's trash. Um he's fighting this dude, uh Sergi. I don't know that dude, but um yeah. Yeah, irrelevant, bro. Irrelevant. Dang, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's tough for him, I guess. But yeah, it's because I, I guess we should move on to the heavyweights. The heavyweight division is kind of like we could do an episode on the heavyweight division just talking about how shallow it is or whatever, but that's for a later day. Okay, main event, okay? It's happening literally tomorrow. Um, Adesanya and Whitaker. Adesanya, he's coming off a loss against Jan Lovic. Um, it A lot of people said that he got exposed in that fight or whatever because he didn't have a reach advantage like he usually does. So his striking didn't, like... If you have a reach advantage, that's a huge advantage, okay? And he knows how to use it to its full effect, and he has great kicking and stuff, so he can keep people at range pretty easily. Um, but, like, he didn't have that versus Jan Blachowicz, who's, like, the same size as him, or, like, bigger. Actually, like, he weighs a lot more, but he's, like, similar reach. Like, pretty much the same reach. And he just got outstruck. Like, Jan Blachowicz landed more. Uh, if you listen to the fight with commentary... The commentators were all ridiculously biased towards Adesanya because obviously they want him to win because they're company men. They work for the UFC because they're commentators. And if Adesanya wins and becomes double champ, then he's going to make a lot of money for the UFC. So it was a kind of bias, but the fight was like not close. Like it, he got like he he lost, like he clearly lost. But that was in light heavyweight. In middleweight, he's never really been. He's the king of the middleweights. Okay, so. Like, I don't know how much that really means. Uh, what Robert Whitaker said was that Jan Blachowicz gave him the blueprint to beat Adesanya because he beat him. That was the first MMA loss Adesanya has ever had. 
Uh, do you think that means anything? Because uh, Jan Blachowicz is also weighs 20 pounds more than him when they fought. So, like, I don't know how much that really means. Yeah, I mean, uh, Whitaker, he's he's a good fighter. Like, I watched his, but, I mean, dude, Adesanya in the middleweight division, like, bro, he's been mulling his opponents. Like, sometimes they're close, sometimes they're not. But Adesanya in the middleweight, I think that's, like, the best division for him. And I think if he wins this, I mean, who else can he fight in the middleweight division? It's not uh, it's not as stacked as lightweight division because Adesanya, what, this is, like, second time around for everyone, right? But um, I believe so. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, but if I had to guess, I would say that um, Adesanya wins because he's been right, the man's twenty-one and one. Whitaker, although he, he he can kind of model his game after the other dude who beat Adesanya, the other dude was like twenty pounds heavier. So, um, and plus it was Adesanya's first time fighting a heavier person, so that could be something. But if I had to predict, I'd say Adesanya would win. Yeah, I mean, I would say same. I mean, Whitaker, like, don't get me wrong, like he's a fan favorite as well, like. Everybody likes him, uh, but Adesanya is the favorite. And I have to mention this. Uh, so in Adesanya's last fight, he showed up during fight week with just ridiculous unilateral gyno, <laughs> okay? And that is a common symptom of steroids, okay? Steroid abuse. Um, that's what happens when you take steroids. Like, that's one of the things, like, you know? Um, and... It was against Paulo Costa, like juice to the gills, and I think that that, that means something because, um, bro, he was on steroids, and if he's on steroids, like, of course he's gonna beat Robert Whitaker, like, of course, because like he, and then after that, like when they asked him about it, he was defensive about it, and he blamed it on weed or something, and it's like, what are the odds of a thirty, a, a professional athlete in his thirties, um. Uh, Developing gyno, like during fight week, I guess like some guy who's like juice to the gills, like it doesn't make any sense. So if Adesanya is like really like if he's juice like he was last time, uh, I think definitely yeah he's gonna win. Oh, people aren't really giving Robert Whitaker a chance here. Um, he's good, but here's the way I see it. Okay, um, it's Adesanya and Whitaker, and then. They're like a level above the rest of the division because both of them combined, they've cleared out the rest of the division. And there's nobody for them who can really fight for the title, like at this point. It'll just all be rematches. Um, so yeah, I guess that's the official prediction. Adesanya by hmm. I don't know if I do you think he'll knock him out? I like say, he did the first time. I'd say it goes over three rounds. I'd say yeah, I'd say like um over under. I'd say over two rounds, under five rounds. I think that it's going to go to decision and Adesanya is going to win like 50-47 or 50-48. I don't think he, I don't think Whitaker, Whitaker's too good to get knocked out. I don't think he's going to get knocked out like the first time. Uh, that's my prediction. He's going to win by, Adesanya will win by like unanimous, unanimous decision. I, I don't think Whitaker's, I really don't think Whitaker's going to knock him out. But uh, we'll see. Uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, I don't know how many NDA episodes we're going to do. I know there was a crazy trade happened like today, but I don't know. I don't really follow basketball like that. Either. So, uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. That was the UFC 271 preview. Uh, stay tuned for more, uh, I don't know, UFC episodes. We'll see. We'll see.